Welcome to It Just Means Less, where we talk all things SEC sports. Here are your hosts, Wells Perrigan and Jacob Holman. What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode five, I believe, of uh, It Just Means Less. I'm your host, Wells Perrigan, here with my co-host, Jacob Holman. What's going on, everybody? Uh, week zero starts Saturday, Jacob. It's a little bit exciting. Can't believe the, the wait is finally over. Um, this time in two days, we will probably be watching Navy Notre Dame play football, which is very exciting. Um, we decided to go ahead and, uh, you know, it kind of snuck up on us how quickly the season was getting here. So we just, with Vanderbilt, go ahead and starting this week. We decided to just go ahead and start jumping into our final conference championship predictions, playoff predictions, and then week zero pickums and all that. So, Jacob, I don't know. I mean, I'll sit here looking at my predictions, and I really don't know which one I feel most solid about. Like, oh, we got so many new quarterbacks, new faces across the league, and I, I mean, I don't know who I feel most comfortable with. Yeah, I know, you know, looking at our predictions out of the, you know, the five power five conferences, we have three um, that are the same as far as who we think is going to win the conference championship with SEC, Ben Alabama, Big 12 with Texas, and then the Pac-12 with USC. Um, you know, I th- I don't know. I don't want to say USC because, you know, they're always going to find a way to lose one or two, uh, it seems like, but you never know. Um for me, I'm I'm gonna say it's probably Alabama. That's my most cons- constant, just because, you know, I just think they're the team out of those five that we have that I have selected that I think is has the best chance of just being that number one team. Yeah, I look at Alabama, and I've said this multiple times on our podcast. I have Bama losing the game somewhere, but I never could figure out where. And I don't think it's enough. I think the game they lose will be during the regular season, where it does not jeopardize them in the conference championship. I feel like Bama will be playing in Atlanta the first weekend of December. But at the same time, you're going back to Southern Cal, like that was one of it was a uh, coin toss for me, really, because I was sitting there between Southern Cal, UCLA, and Oregon. If UCLA had brought back DTR this year, I feel like I kind of would have gave them the nod. Yeah. However, they don't. And as an Auburn fan, as a Bo Nix fan, I wanted to pick Oregon, but at the same time, I just don't. I just don't know. I feel like Oregon is always going to slip up somewhere, and I just feel like Caleb Williams will be the number one pick in the draft. And because of Caleb Williams, is why I gave Southern Cal the nod. Yeah, I mean, I understand that. You know, I was before we got on here, I was scrolling through Twitter and I saw where he um, he said he might not be in NCAA twenty four when it comes out in the summer, which is irrelevant because what like he's draft eligible this year. Yeah, so, so it really twenty four, he will like unless he's trying to stay another year, which would be completely dumb. Like unless he's just trying to avoid what everybody assumes will be the air Arizona Cardinals drafting one. I mean, I don't know. And it, keeping on the quarterback battle, um, we but we both got a different team for the ACC. I have Clemson. You have Florida State. I don't know. I mean, I just I don't. I'm not the biggest Mike Morvale fan. I think he's a good coach. I don't think he's. I don't think he's better than Dabo for sure. And I still like Kay Klubnick over Jordan Travis. T- tell me a little bit why you picked Florida State right there. Um, I like I like Jordan Travis. I think he's I think he's good. But I don't you know, I'm not necessarily saying that he's better than Kay Klubnick, but I think I don't know. I just I just I really one reason I went with it is because I saw you pick Clemson and I wanted to pick somebody different. I mean, if I'm gonna be completely honest. Um I was looking earlier um when I made that uh and no, I was not in class. Absolutely was in class. Um, 
But um, I was looking and see where that that Clemson Florida State game was, and it's at Clemson, which is why I almost went with Clemson. But I mean, right now they're Florida State's ranked eighth, Clemson nine. So I mean, that's week four of the season is at Clemson. So I mean, I, I think you'll know. I think both teams will be pretty. Um, pretty warm per se and ready mm-hmm. to ready to go so you'll see i think you'll get their true who they are in week four with clemson i mean k club is going to be the starter he was the starter towards the end of the season jordan travis same thing at florida state both of them are not really worried about their quarterback position they're going to be good um i feel like the acc might be the weakest conference in the uh in the country right now which is weird to say because normally everybody gives a nod to pac-12 but i feel like the pac-12 just has between the three teams I said earlier, them three are better than the Clemson, Florida State right now. Um, with all the, you know, the Pac-4 next year, <laughs> yeah, just going and bouncing into the Big Ten where most of the Pac-12 teams will be joining. I have Michigan. I think J.J. McCarthy is the reason. I don't really know too much about, I believe it's Kyle McCord is probably who's going to start for Florida, uh, Ohio State this year. And I'm also not the biggest Ryan Day fan. I feel like Ryan Day was born on third base which is not entirely his fault. But at the same time, I, I think Michigan and J.J. McCarthy will beat Ohio State in the game this year, and that's going to be the reason that they're going to be the, the Big Ten champion. Yeah, I, I went Ohio State because of two names, Trayvon Henderson and Marvin Harrison Jr. I think they're both really, really good. And, I, um, you know, that game against – or the game against, was it, Georgia – Last year, yeah, and the yeah, you know, I, I don't know what if Marvin Harrison didn't get hurt, I think they're in the national championship game. I probably agree with that. I feel like Marvin Harrison is the best player in college football right now. When you go up to the if you if we were doing the draft in I guess next April, and who the team drafted the best available player in my opinion, that's Marvin Harrison Jr. But right, you're not you're not going to draft a receiver first pick. You're going to go quarterback. You got to have that. You're, the reason you're drafted number one is either you drafted your quarterback last year and you didn't have no help around him, or you're going to pick a quarterback this year. And I just feel like Caleb Williams is that kind of guy. So I think it's going to be Caleb Williams, then Marvin Harrison Jr. in the draft. Um, You know, is, is Quinn Ewers eligible? Go ahead and shift it into the Big 12. Is is Quinn Ewers eligible? Um, I, I'm looking that up right now. I'm not really sure, to be honest with you. Because I um, think he did, he did his first year at Ohio State. State. And then last yeah, I mean, year, I would think he's technically eligible because you know it's like if it's not if it's like baseball, they have to turn a certain age before they could be well, like I, a redshirt sophomore. I think it's they, three. I think it's three years. So I think redshirt sophomore. So he could go. I, I have Texas uh, winning the Big Twelve. Yeah, I'll, me too. I almost went Kansas State. I'm not high on Oklahoma. I think Brett Venables is a really good coach, but I don't think he's going to be able to compete with Texas this year and just the star power that they have across the board. I mean, Texas, I feel like Texas is going to be a one-loss team. Maybe, no, let me say this. They're going to be a two-loss team. Texas will be a two-loss team this year. At Alabama will be one of their losses. They'll slip up somewhere through the Big 12 play, but it won't affect them enough that they don't get the conference championship at the end of the year. Because the Big 12, I believe, is not divisions. It's just the best two records go. And yeah. even if they're, one team goes undefeated, I feel like Texas will have one loss, and then Texas will be able to win that game in the Big 12 championship. Yeah, I, I, I have Texas too. I just think they're, you know, I think they're one of the two, or they're one of the few. I'll just say it that way. And that's going to give Alabama a tough game. Um, 
I think they're I think they're going to be really good. And I mean, Sarkeesian as the head coach, you know, and then pretty much calling his own plays. Uh, I mean, you know, if it wasn't for Quinn Evers getting hurt last year, I think they beat Alabama one hundred percent. I agree too. I agree. Um, you know, five power five conferences, four playoff spots. Do you, is this the year where two SECs get in, or do you have one one from each conference with one power five being left off? Uh, yeah, I have one from each power five. Um, or yeah, and one power five being left. Um, I have Alabama, Ohio State, South Southern California, and Florida State. So the what I had at first was I had Alabama, Ohio State, um, Southern Cal, and Georgia, I think. Um, but I changed because, you know, I was sitting there thinking about our episode where we did our preview and I had Tennessee end up beating Georgia. So that obviously wouldn't put them in a title game. And so, you know, I think Tennessee would get the nod if that was the case. Um, but I think – I think it's going to be Alabama. I think it's going to be Ohio State, um, Southern Cal. And then when you went Clemson, you know, I figured – I think Florida State's going to be the ACC champ. So, I was like, you know, kind of counter off what you had. Yeah, I feel like – do you have let me, Do you have that in that order, one through four, four Bama, um, Ohio State? I, sorry, I didn't, I didn't necessarily pick an order. I just picked my four. If I were to put them in an order, I would probably go – as what I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be Bama, Ohio State, Florida State, Southern Cal. Okay. I mean, I have Southern Cal 4-2 and Bama 1, but then we having two different Power 5 uh, champions between the ACC and the the Pac, um, sorry, the Big Ten. I have Bama, Michigan, Clemson, and Southern Cal. I feel like, like I just said, Texas will be a two-loss. I feel like Texas will be a two-loss champion, and I do not feel like the playoff will put them in. I feel like Maybe you could argue maybe a one loss Tennessee at that point, two loss Tennessee could maybe yeah. one loss Georgia, like you said. Um, I kind of had that in that order. I think it's going to be Bama, Michigan, Cle- Michigan, Clemson, Southern Cal, and I think the first three will be zero loss teams. I feel like Bama, okay. Michigan, and Clemson will be li- zero loss teams. And I think Southern Cal will slip up one, but I think they're going to be the with with Georgia having probably two losses, like we said, to Bama and Tennessee. And Texas having two loss, I think Southern Cal gets denied. I think Bama would beat Southern Cal in the semi. Then I have Clemson beating Michigan. And then I have the Bama Clemson rematch again, which would be the third or fourth time in the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like, I don't know. It's just so hard to say Bama national champion when we don't really know who Bama's quarterback is yet. Right. I mean, I yeah. haven't seen nothing out of Bama's camp about who's the leader, who's going to be. So if you if I'm gonna give Clemson national championship, I'm gonna give Clemson national championship, which really sounds boneheaded actually, but just with the between the four. Now if you ask me this this time next week, where Alabama's named the starter, and maybe it's Milro, and I know what Milro can bring, or maybe you ask me this two weeks into the season where I got to see Bama starter play, I feel like I'd probably end up leading Alabama. But just right now, because of the uncertainties, I feel like I feel like whoever gonna wins the Michigan Clemson game will win the national championship. Yeah, I have um I think Alabama would beat um Florida State and then I think Ohio State would beat Southern Cal. So I have Bama Ohio State and I think I would lean 
you know, obviously within Alabama, but I genuinely think that would happen just because I think I think Alabama's defense is going to be where they're, you know, where they're really good at this year. But I was looking um, – I saw a TikTok earlier today or yesterday, and it was a guy – it was an assistant coach that was – he was once on Nick Saban in Alabama, and he said the fact that Alabama hasn't named a starter should be scary because there's three guys that are capable of winning and doing it because, you know, he thinks they're all capable – or it could be the way around, and he just doesn't know. That's very possible. But I'm gonna lean. I'm gonna lean that way and say that you know he thinks there's three guys that he's comfortable with doing it. He just had to decide which one he's most comfortable with. So you know, to give the Alabama fans a little hope, I guess. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel like that's it's the biggest question mark right now in the SEC, really, yeah, because sure. who else? Auburn's named their starter. Georgia's named their starter. Melton's going to start at Tennessee, Rattler at South Carolina, O'Leary at Kentucky, Wayman at A&M, Jefferson, Daniels, probably Graham Mintz at Florida. Have they named that? I don't know if they named Graham Mintz at Florida. I don't yet. think so, but I'm pretty sure that would be – I'm pretty sure that's a given. I mean, Bama's the last – off the top oh, – yeah. Ole Miss. I really don't know what's oh, Ole, yeah. Miss, Ole Miss between Spencer Sanders, I, Will Howard, and Jackson Dart coming back. I, I think it's going to be Dart. Probably so. You feel like the you, you feel like you want to give the incumbent the incumbent the the nod, but I also think Spencer Sandler's is. I mean, he's yeah had a really good career in the Big Twelve. So I don't know. I don't feel like it's so much. I feel like you're right. He just doesn't know exactly. I don't think it's strategic hiding at this point because. I mean, I guess you're you could hide it until the game one, so Texas doesn't get to scout a week early, but. Right. I mean, I, I don't really think that's the case. I just think I he genuinely doesn't know. Yeah, I agree. So I guess we can go out. There's seven uh, FBS football games starting this week in week zero. And uh, I think what we decided this year is we're going to have both of us, we're going to pick against the spread, and then we're going to pick against the outright winner. So I'm going to go ahead and ask our first game of the season, Navy versus Notre Dame. The game is in Dublin, Ireland, and it's supposed to be at NBC at 1.30. Tell me what you got, Jacob. Um, I have Notre Dame winning outright, but I think Navy is going to cover the spread because it's 20 and a half um, in Notre Dame's favor. So um, that minus 20 and a half, I think, is a big number, especially with Navy, because just because Navy, you know, with the triple option and, you know, maybe four yards on the first play three yards and next play four yards. It just seems like they always keep the ball and just run. And, and I mean, they, I mean, pretty much run it the whole time and just chew the clock down. So I think, you know, I, I think you could even see 20 points being the total amount of points scored in the game, <laughs> you know? So I think that's a lot. So I'm going to go, um, I think Notre Dame will win the game, but I, I think Navy will cover the, the spread. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Um, I think Notre Dame will win. Notre Dame is definitely the more talented team. Um, but, you know, Navy was 4-8 and eight last year. I believe they fired – I'm not going to yeah. say his last name. Uh, it's Ben – I think it's, or it's no, Ken, Ken. Ken, and then it's like starts with an N, and then it's like a Hawaiian name. Or a Salah, I think Somalian it's Nia Matalolo or something like that. But last year, that 4-8 and eight Navy team lost to Notre Dame by three points, 35-32. to 32. Okay. And you, you figure – Navy is going to be better than they were last year at four and eight. I mean, I think Navy is going to be a bowl eligible team this year. You also have Notre Dame will be their first game with their new OC after uh, Tommy Reed came to uh, Alabama. So I think 
it'll end up being Navy covering the spread, but Notre Dame winning outright. And then we go on to uh, the next, I believe it's the next game of the day, it would be UTEP at Jack State. And there's not too many college football fans that if this was a normal game, say week 10, week 11, that would be like, yes, I'm going to turn this game on and watch it. But as two guys from Alabama, we both have a little bit of interest in Jack State. <laughs> yeah. Uh, UTEP was five and seven last year. Jack State was a uh, nine and two. Yesterday, I want to say all these spreads are as of three forty-five Central Time on a, th- a Thursday afternoon. Yesterday, the spread was even. Now the day is UTEP one, minus one point five. Um, I'm picking Jack State outright and cover the spread. When you're when the spread's one point five, you're basically picking it outright at that point. Minus maybe an extra point or all that, so I think I'm gonna have Jack Jack State winning that game. Yeah, I have Jack State too. Um, I mean, I just I'm not a big not a big miners guy from the um, from UTEP, so um, I think Jack State will win. I think it'll be I think it'll be close, but I think Jack State will win it. And to piggyback off that Notre Dame game. If Notre Dame does win that game, they indeed do not support the troops. So just putting that out there to all the Notre Dame fans. Yeah. You know, I like to see Navy. I always like to watch the Armed Forces game. I like that. I think one of the Army yeah. Navy games is one of the best rivalries in college football. I think sure. it's probably, I think it's probably three. I think Iron Ball, the game, Navy, uh, uh, Army would be my three. It'd probably Bellum. 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 Bedlam, Bed- and, yeah. and then I really don't even know who I'd go for five. I, think oh, yeah. I get you could go, you could go Georgia, Florida. I think I'd say Egg Bowl. Yeah, I think Egg Bowl, yeah, Egg Bowl so, on Thanksgiving always gets crazy. See, Mississippi after dark is always crazy. And Egg Bowl is one of them things where, like, you know, normally it's Auburn, Alabama fans hate each other, and the players get somewhat along. That's not the case for Ole Miss, Mississippi State. They are fighting during yeah. the game. They was it a uh, was it early a few years ago that did the dog pit. I'm a uh, celebration, and they missed the extra point. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just that that just describes the rivalry right there. Um, the next game of the day would be the hopefully lose to Auburn game later in the year. You have the, the UMass and Minuteman, who were one in eleven last year at New Mexico State. I believe they're the Aggies, maybe. Um, yes. New Mexico State is the spread is New Mexico State seven point five. I don't think UMass is gonna. Um, Keep it close. I think you make Mexico State wins outright and versus the spread. Yeah, um, New Mexico State will will make them wish they never came uh, out there. I think I think UMass is going to get run off the field. Um, so I have New Mexico State covering, and it's a, it's going to be a blowout. I think. Yeah, you talk about the um, you know coming from Massachusetts to New Mexico. Uh, that the heat might have a little bit of an impact. So yeah, they they might. Uh, some of them may get near near death experiences. But I mean, with the heat we've had in Alabama this week, I mean, gosh, Amani, UMass is gonna uh, they're gonna be in for it two weeks in a row. Um, I'm trying to see what the Saturday. Okay, well the high's only 94. Oh, that's, that's it. it. <laughs> only that's 94, it, yeah. but like we're sitting here with the high today, and Auburn was 99. So like. It's it's actually cooler in New Mexico than it is in Auburn right now. Yeah, um, but it's it's a lot hotter here too though because I mean it's humidity. Oh, it's humidity, golly! It was seventy five percent humidity this morning at my walk to class, which was just yeah, that, my my back was sweating at that point. Yeah, to say to say the least. Yeah, 
Um, another team from really the east traveling west this week will be Ohio at uh, San Diego State. Ohio was 10-4 and four last year. I believe they won their conference. Did they win the MAC? I think so because t- they had to, if they played 14 games, you yeah, know, normally you play t- right. Yeah. And then you win your bowl game and your conference game, and they're at 10 and 4. Um, spread is only San- is a San Diego State minus three. Again, I'm picking Ohio to, to cover on both. I know this isn't exactly uh, exciting news that we're kind of have similar opinions, but I mean, right. I think just logically that's where I'm going to go with. Do we know ball is the question. <laughs> and, um, yeah, give me the real team from Ohio. I think Ohio. The Bobcats. Um, yeah, the mighty Bobcats. The green and the green and white Bobcats, to say the least. Um, I think I think they're gonna. I think they'll win outright. And I think they'll. You know, obviously they'll cover. If that's the case. And here is my game of the week, folks. <laughs> As second to none, we got to give the uh, the little bit of a nod to the SEC SEC teams. Hawaii, the Golden Rainbows. Is that correct? Are they? Are they? I think are they're they, just called the Warriors now. They used to be the Golden Rainbow Warriors, right? They used Wasn't to just it? be the Rainbow Warriors. They may still be the Rainbow Warriors, but I mean, well, yeah, they're, they're the, rain, the Rainbow Warriors. Yep, three and ten Hawaii at Vanderbilt, which was five and seven last year. The spread is a pretty big one. It's Vandy seventeen point five. That may be the biggest spread in Vandy's favor in the history of quite some time. Their program. I feel like Vandy's going to do this. I'm thinking. I, I like Vanderbilt. I like the direction they're going. I don't think they're going to get much better than five and seven this year, but for Vanderbilt, that's a, that's a historically good season. <laughs> if, it, if you look in the past 10 years, I think Vanderbilt's going to cover both. I don't know too much about the Hawaii uh, rainbow warriors. I'll be honest, but I'm going to give the knots to the SEC team and they're going to cover on both. Yeah. I'm going to go with Vandy and um, uh, I'm going to go with the commies. Am I allowed to, am I allowed to say that on, the internet, the commies, I don't know. Anyways, um, yeah, I'm going to go Vandy to cover the 17 and a half. Uh, Vandy won this game at Hawaii 63 to 10 last year. So, um, yeah, Van- Vanderbilt scored 63 points. And so I, I, I don't think Hawaii may have gotten any better. And I think Vanderbilt did get better. So um, I'm going to go with Vanderbilt to cover and to win outright. Yeah, I think they're quarter. I'm trying to think of Vanderbilt's quarterback last year. Last year it was. It was Mike uh, Mike White, was that right? The transfer to Mississippi State, the quarterback. Yeah, for the first, I know it was for the first um, first few games. I know he played in that one, but I know he he wasn't the starter against Alabama when they came to Tuscaloosa last year. It was AJ Swan, wasn't it? I think was it was AJ Swan. Yeah. So uh, we'll see what AJ Swan can do with Vanderbilt this year. Um, the best team of the week this year. Or the best team playing this week will be Southern Cal, which is a little odd that they sure. are playing week zero. But they're playing San Diego State at Southern Cal. Not a huge travel thing. You don't have to worry about the weather because both teams are from California. Go ahead and give me your thoughts on the game, Jacob. The spread is uh, um, the spread is thirty minus thirty point five in favor of uh, Southern Cal. I'm gonna go with. I think Southern Cal wins outright, but I'm gonna give San Jose State the. Um, the spread. I think they'll cover the spread. Um, I think, you know, obviously I could be completely wrong, but I think maybe um, maybe Caleb Williams will come out a little slow just because the first game, you know, something like that's always bound to happen. And 
30, 31's a big number when you look at it. Um, so I think I will go – I'm going to go USC to win the game, but I think San Jose State will cover. Yeah, I could see it being a little um, sluggish at first. I mean, most teams will be sluggish their first game, especially you feel like they won't be that motivated versus San Jose State. If they were playing a better team than Nevada next week, I feel like you could definitely have a looking ahead kind of game where you could, like you said, uh, Southern Cal wins outright, but San Jose covers. But I don't think that's the case. I think Caleb Williams, it's hard to say he's got a chip on his shoulder when he's going to be the number one pick and won the Heisman last year. But like, I feel like Southern Cal needs to make a statement win early. Their games to make the playoffs, if they're going to have a one-loss team and make the playoffs, their games that they should win by a lot, they need to win by a lot. So I think Lincoln Riley, I mean, I think he's the best offensive line in college football. I think Lincoln Riley will have them them ready. And then the final game of the week will be Florida International, the 4-8 and eight Panthers last year at La Tech. Now, this one just excites me for college football right here. <laughs> Old Rustin, Alabama. Uh, Rustin, Rust, Louisiana. Rustin, Alabama. <laughs> I'm sure that's a place, but Rustin, Louisiana. Uh, La, Tech is fa- La Tech is favorite. Um, minus 11.5. Um, I think this one is going to be La Tech outright, and I think Florida National will, will cover the spread. I feel like this is going to be a one-score game. I don't know. This is probably my biggest toss-up of the week as far as like who's going to win the game. I really don't know because La Tech was three and nine last year. Florida National was four and eight. We took Auburn took Florida's international's best player in Rado Fairweather at tight end this year. So I, I you know, fifty fifty, I think La Tech is gonna win outright, but Florida State or Florida International will cover this will will cover. Yeah, I just think they're both bad. Um, so it was hard for me to determine who was the not so bad team. This game's gonna be played at eight o'clock. So, you know, the people in Ruston are going to be wild if it's anything like their counterpart in LSU. But um, I'm I'm going with Florida National to go into Ruston and upset the um, – were they the Bulldogs? Uh, yeah, that sounds Latte. right. Yeah. Yep. I'm going to go with the Panthers to go into Ruston and, and upset Louisiana Tech. You know, if we were college game day, this is where uh, Lee Corso, you'd pull out your little uh, Panther hat yeah. and put it on and start waving to the crowd and all that. But – yeah, it's just excited to be back with them seven games this week. I'm just excited for football, man. I know that sounds like a little kid in the candy shop attitude, but you know, I, there's only so much. Profe- I'm a big baseball guy, but there's so much professional baseball I can take. Yeah, I mean, 162 so, games is crazy. So there's only so much of that we can both take. And to um, before you know, we do the outro or anything. I want to give a little shout out to um, our alma mater, Gordo, um, taking a game against Sipsy Valley tomorrow night. Um, I think maybe maybe Gordo's got a little bit in him this year. Who knows? Um, you know, starting off with a game like Sipsy, I hope we can just um, run those run those boys over and own them like we always have. So, yeah, old Jace Neal is going to get there and be excited yeah. to pump at Sipsy Valley. I think Gordo, whatever the spread is, I'm taking Gordo outright and and covering the spread. Can't it's, ever. It's, it sticks. It's that's it. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. Know. I'm hammering that over. I am absolutely hammering Gordo by, by 6.1 over, over, over. Gordo over. by a million. Yeah. So that's fine. We'll, we'll hope Gus, Gus Smith's got them boys ready this year. Yeah. I well, think so. Well, Jacob, it's been fun to finally be able to be able to talk about games this week and all that. Um, absolutely. Next week, week zero or week one, we'll be back week. here. Reviewing our picks to see if we're, if we know ball, <laughs> as you said, and we'll also be getting yeah. ready for I guess the other 13 SEC teams will be kicking off. 
Yeah, I'm oh. most excited about the LSU Florida State game. Yeah, that's the yeah, Sunday game. It's a Sunday game, yeah. Yeah, I think. I mean, they're just there's football. Clemson, Clemson plays Duke on a Monday night. Imagine that. Yeah. So like, there's football all the way from Thursday to Monday night. So, uh, I'm super excited. Yeah. Well. Well, um, that's been that's been our picks and everything for uh, week zero. Um, you know, I think we both had some interesting picks and we're going to see if we know ball, but that has been episode five. Is it episode five? It is episode of, five. Of, it just means less. And we appreciate you guys listening.